There's one word these days that conjures raw emotions in many Americans. Mandates. Specifically, those which involve people getting a COVID-19 vaccine and or having to wear masks in schools and public places. Today on the show, we take a look at this issue through the lens of West Warwick High School. First, we'll hear from two West Warwick High School graduates who are against vaccine and mask mandates. Then we'll hear from the other side. This show might change your view from one side to the other, or maybe not. My goal is not to change minds, but to get both sides of the story and to put accurate information out there. It almost goes without saying that there are important issues on which people do not agree. And this is one of them. And we are going to dissect it right now. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. And now, here's your host, Eric White. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is episode 21, and today is Friday, October 29th, 2021, and this is the Words with Wizards podcast. I have to be honest with you, I have not looked forward to doing today's show because the issues the issues of COVID-19 vaccine and mask mandates are all too often bringing out the ugly side of humanity. But it is an issue that affects the lives of us all. And for the purposes of this show, it affects the lives and livelihoods of every West Warwick public school student and employee. First, you'll hear from two West Warwick High School graduates who are against vaccine and mask mandates. Then you'll hear from two people with connections to the school who are in favor of these mandates. But, as you might expect, the people against mandates are not on that side 100%. And likewise, for the people on the other side. At the start of this school year, I spoke to Ivan Goratoy, an All-State football player and track athlete and outstanding student who graduated in 2017. He just completed the Merchant Marine Academy. Around the same time, I also spoke to Nick Carlson, a current Dean College broadcast journalism student who graduated from West Warwick High School in 2019. Nick was part of the morning show in its early stages and was one of my students and now someone I consider a good friend. Now, let's hear what they had to say. So I'm not against vaccines. I think vaccines, if they are beneficial um, and they do help people, then there's uh, no reason to not get it. However, that doesn't uh, give people a right to force people to uh, get a vaccine. And, and the same thing goes with mask mandates as, as well. If you're not going, my stance essentially is if you're not going to set guidelines uh, specifically, like the types of masks to wear, um, uh, to, like where you should wear them exactly and like how long you should wear them, mm-hmm. uh, then I don't think you it gives anyone the right to mandate them. Um, I'm not against vaccines. Mm-hmm. I'm, exa- I'm against uh, mandating vaccines, like making a requirement in order for people to essentially uh, live their basic human rights, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Same, same thing goes with masks. I, I'm not opposed to masks. I'm yeah. opposed to people mandating masks, and especially uh, masks that aren't beneficial to anybody. Uh, you see a lot of people these days walking around with uh, essentially a thin cloth on their face, you know, like that, unless it's like a N95 mask, unless you're mandating an N95 mask, I don't see any beneficial um, aspects behind these masks that they're making people to wear. 2019 graduate Nick Carlson is concerned about the speed with which the vaccines were developed. For the vaccine, with due time, I will be for it. As of right now, I believe it is too early to really mandate it. Okay. Um, Just because of, we don't really know, and I know uh, as of lately, as you drive down 
95, 295, all the signs say that uh, FDA has now approved uh, the Pfizer. Yeah. But uh, really, it hasn't had the time to go through all those clinical trials. It takes, on average, two to four years for a vaccine to get approved. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, it would just be hitting that two-year that two year point. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's too early to know okay. if it really truly is safe to get. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with any other vaccine, you will, you still can catch the disease. Yeah. Now, granted, the uh, symptoms and the effects of the disease will be more mild. You can still catch and you can still transfer the disease. With the fast track of the vaccine, I really feel like that time would have given more more data to show instead of taking a month to study a patient that took the vaccine, mm-hmm. give them three months. You know, something might not occur in that first month of that patient getting the vaccine. As of right now, I'm still unvaccinated. Uh, the plan is in the... I do have the plan to get vaccinated i'm just waiting for more numbers and more statistics to come out my goal is to be vaccinated by the end of the year are there aren't there certain times when we need to do things for the good of the nation whether we want to or not absolutely absolutely and i agree with that but with the and i think that's where we were all headed towards at the start of corona however uh as they, as time went on, we started to see a lot of hypocrisies in the different kind of like uh, legislations that they were putting out or the mandates that they were putting out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just became a lot of people started to see it as unfair and unfit and saw kind of like no end to this um, to this pandemic and these rules that have to follow. You know, there, there are there are a lot of mandates going around right now for different businesses and uh, and government workers and. And things like that, that they, uh, I think, uh, you know, I was reading something today about uh, nursing home staff needing to be vaccinated by uh, the end of October, the beginning or the end of October. Um, what do you think of that, of an employer mandating? Of an employer mandating? I do, uh, well, see, that that's where it's tough with, uh, you know, me working in a restaurant myself, I'm asked almost daily are you vaccinated? Why aren't you people wearing masks? My restaurant is a tourist attraction. A lot of tourists come in yep. and I've actually lost money from, you know, uh, I had a couple come in from New York and they're wearing their masks that they were sitting outside on our outdoor venue Yes. with nobody else around them. And they still had masks on. Mm. They said they've come from New York and that's where it's like the most strict right now. New York is pushing. You have to show your vaccination card to go in any indoor establishment, restaurants, bars, movie theaters, gyms. Yeah. So I feel like that's that's one end of the spectrum. And then Rhode Island in the aspect of leaving it up to the businesses. If the business want customers and staff to wear masks, they will make it known. Yeah. But if not. You can wear one as you please. You're not required, but you are supposed to go off the honor system if you are vaccinated. Oh, okay. You do not have to wear a mask. Okay. Uh, ever come out positive or has it all been negative? Um, I had COVID when I was up on campus back towards the, I got it at the end of April. Oh, okay. And, and, but you got over that. Uh, any, yeah. any lasting effects or I mean in terms of having it I felt fine my body was still good mm-hmm. all I, I lost my taste and smell for about four days five days mm-hmm. okay. and then it all just kind of came back out of nowhere yeah. um, in terms of long lasting effects I would say maybe just a slight uh, slight breathing difficulty on certain days Yeah. you know some of the days where it's real real hot out I will struggle to breathe a little bit. Nothing over-concerning, but enough to notice. Goratoy is concerned about the effect of the pandemic on small businesses. As you know, a lot of uh, small businesses had to close down or like shut down temporarily uh, because 
of like social distancing guidelines and, and, you know, people just didn't want to go out to begin with. Yeah. Because of that, uh, a lot of small businesses suffered severely, some of which um, had to close down permanently because they just would not be able to financially recover Mm. from being closed for so long. On the other hand, you have big businesses, large corporations like Walmart, Amazon, who are thriving right now because of uh, people's ability to A, order, and then B, convenience, um, just because of like the space and everything. uh, And and, uh, curbside pickup. Sorry? Curbside pickup? Too. Yeah, curbside pickup and everything. Mm-hmm. Some of the small businesses could be doing, but unfortunately just didn't have the time to prepare or, or the money to prepare for that just because Corona kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. So because of that, yes, I think we're all on board on, you know, getting this thing uh, out of the way just so that people can, you know, doing our part so that people could survive and, and whatever. But in the long-term run, people started to hurt not because of the virus, but because of what uh, came out as far as uh, mandates and everything because of the virus, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so not the actual virus itself, but all the rules and everything that came out. So yeah. I just see a lot of small businesses. I see a lot of people, people who struggle socially, who need like social attention. They're struggling. Mm-hmm. The rate of suicides and everything has gone up, especially uh, in the military, people who are out at sea overseas. Yeah. Um, and so at this point, like what's actually hurting people? Is it the virus, which has, a, you know, people my age, people um, who are really healthy, have a 99% chance of surviving from Yeah. versus, you know, the actual things that are happening. Gotcha. You know? so gotcha. Yeah. That's, that's my thought process on it. Like, yes, of course we want to help everyone, but you we've come to a point in my opinion where we're starting to hurt more people because of everything going on so what's the difference what would be the difference between mandating a vaccine and other things that we have to do like we have to pay taxes we don't have a choice for that and parents who are enrolling their kids in school when you went to school when i went to school we had to make sure we had the measles mumps rubella vaccine and probably polio too if i'm not mistaken what's the difference between mandating those vaccines and this one Right. So this is a, that's also a good point. So, I mean, I don't know how much, you know, other people have studied behind the vaccine, but I personally, I haven't looked too much into it. And I, by the way, sorry, I should let you know, I myself, I am vaccinated. No, that was um, going to be my question to do uh and, and, you know, and I don't think you, you, you said at the top, you're not anti-vax. You're just, you know, you're just anti-making people do this. Uh, and, you know, the, and, and some of the other um, mandates that have come along with, uh, right. with this have, have hurt, have, have actually hurt people. So and that's, that's very clear. But I'm, I'm, you're vaccinated. Uh, do, w- was it mandatory that you get vaccinated in the Navy? Have they made it mandatory? So, um so, the, at the time when I got vaccinated, I got my first shot in April. Yeah. Um, it was not mandatory. However, uh, just to give you a little uh, background, when I was at, I got vaccinated at the academy, and um, life at the academy was very difficult, uh, just because everybody's like so close to each other, since you know that's the only place where we live, essentially. Yeah. And then we were restricted to campus. Uh, we weren't allowed to leave. I wasn't even allowed to go out to my car uh, that was parked right outside of campus and like grab something or, or anything. I would have to fill out a special permission form, and like sometimes that wouldn't get through all the way. Wow! So life just became very difficult at the academy, and a lot of people um, were were really struggling. Uh, again, just to put in more perspective. Our chaplain there, uh, I'm not going to name any names, yeah. but our chaplain there, he was telling us, uh, you know, at, uh, like a Bible study, uh, he was telling us, oh, um, yeah. my three years here, I've only had to deal with one attempted suicide, one thought of like suicide, I only had to counsel one person on that. Mm-hmm. This past year, because we were restricted all, and because of everything going on, um, he said that number went up to eight people mm. in just one year. And wow. so... Um, that, that's just to give you like the situation that we were kind of like facing or like the environment that we were facing. It was like very uh, downgrading for us. It was like very depressing essentially. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like, I mean, you can do- yeah, we, we, we couldn't talk to our friends barely. Like we could, we could barely go out of our rooms. Hmm. 
anyway, so um, when they finally came out with the vaccine, they're like, hey, we have the vaccine available. Um, they're saying we're not we're not going to force you guys to take this vaccine. But if you do take it, then uh, things are going to get like there's a chance that things are going to get a lot better around here. Yeah. And, you know, that that's like that's like presenting a fat piece of meat to a hungry dog, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, there's a chance out of here. Like, oh, man, like everything, everything that we've been through these past years or, or this past year, it'll finally go away. You know, we can go back to having our normal life here, you know, yeah. keeping up with the King's Point traditions. Yeah. And so a lot of us were very uh, intrigued and like re- we are, were really interested in uh, getting this vaccine. And so when it came a lot around, I think... Nine eighty eighty eight to like maybe 94% of the school got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. How many people right would that, uh, I mean, how many people were in your class or in the school, you know, ballpark, if you don't know exactly, that's fine. But Yeah, I don't know exact numbers, but I think at, in total, I think we have uh, around 1,100, maybe 1,200. Wow, yeah. Um, at one time, though, because, you know, people are going out to sea and like doing internships and everything. Yeah. At one time, I want to say maybe 700 to 800 people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and I want to say when the vaccine came around, between 88 and 94 percent, I think. Wow. It, was a, it was a very – it got accepted really wow. nicely. Did things but, change? Uh, did things change, loosen up a little? About, uh, it did. It did for a while. Uh, we still weren't really allowed to leave, but um, – you know the guidelines that were that our school personally had set for us kind of lifted a little bit. We were able to like do more things more freely. Mm-hmm. Once New York opened up, that's kind of when things kind of just really set open for us. You know, gotcha. uh, like an open road, gotcha. essentially. But but you um, weren't you weren't mandated at that time. You weren't. They they gave you the choice when it first came out. You took it. Yeah, they gave us a choice. Um, the way that they presented it, it was kind of like one of those back backhanded deals, but. Um, why I took the vaccine was because I, I knew just deep down in my, you know, the battle of my gut that I knew the military was going to mandate it as soon as it became FDA approved, which if you've been following the news, they yep. have. Yep. Um, so uh, that was kind of relieving on my end. I kind of knew that that was going to happen. Gotcha. But um, so I was like, if I'm going to get if I'm going to have to get it eventually, why not? I'd get it now and see if life improves here essentially at the academy we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor local music watch new england they specialize in bringing attention and support to the local live music scene based in west warwick and warwick their goal is to make people aware of local bands and venues that host these shows to show support of local musicians With weekly schedules of live music performances across Rhode Island and other parts of New England, it's hard not to check them out. If you're interested in what they do, you can find them on Facebook at Local Music Watch New England or at lmwne.webador.com. Your parents immigrated over from Russia in the 90s, correct? That is true. Okay. So I'm I'm wondering because because you know in in your family you guys speak both languages, your father and and mother did they instill in you an appreciation and respect for individual freedoms that we enjoy here in America? Do you think that that might be um, a reason for you know the stance the stance that you take? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, my they might be the reason. You know, like they. They've always uh, told us stories growing up about communist Russia and like how communism came into power and what they did to people who didn't comply, you know, or like people who didn't follow their rules or anything like that. Um, And more specifically, we came over because of uh, religious persecution. You know, you weren't able to freely practice your religion Mm. in Russia um, just because – you know, they, they like to control you like that. They, they actually eradicated any practice of uh, religion. And so because of that, you know, religion was just a small aspect of it. In the grand scheme of things, they took away a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, they basically had no say because of it. And so when my parents came over here, they really appreciated the fact that they had all those liberties that were taken away from them in Russia. And they, they because of that, they've had us not an easy life but such an easier life compared to 
what they would have had in Russia. Absolutely. Uh, of course, when they came here, they had to work hard for everything that they earned. Yep. They had to get their citizenship, and uh, they, of course, had to get over the language barrier as well. Yeah. My parents, absolutely, they, they're they the definition of, uh, <laughs> of uh, trying to live the American dream, you know, coming from a poor country, poor yeah. conditions, starting new life here. One of the things that people have said about these vaccines um, is that, uh, you know, uh, you know, the FD, uh, the, um, CDC is saying, you know, this is the safest va- these are the safest vaccines that, that have ever been developed, but they were created so quickly. Do you think that, uh, do you think that they're safe, uh, or do you think that, uh, was, was that sacrificed, uh, to, just for the speed of getting it out? Right. And, um, I think that's the point where a lot of people are hesitant on uh, getting the vaccine to begin with uh, because they're like, oh, it was rushed. You know, that was before it was FDA approved. As, as we know, it, it just became approved. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so people didn't know anything about it. They didn't know much about it. Yeah. Um, so. Do I personally think the vaccine is safe? I mean, I've been vaccinated for maybe around six months now. Yeah. Um, yeah, my last shot was in May. So, yeah, right around that. And then um, I haven't like, I haven't experienced any side effects or anything. However, if you go look online, you go look like side effects from COVID or whatever. And you go on the second page of Google, like there's a ton of... Uh, there's a ton of articles about people like experiencing some kind of uh, side effect from yeah. COVID. So I think it is, you know, by um, case by case, you know. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. You always like read article. I've read a lot of articles, especially after I took the vaccine. Yeah. About um, how safe it is, and I've read articles that say, yeah, this vaccine will help you with. Um, this variant of COVID, however, with the next variant, you know, with like Delta, we see now it actually like helps the variant, you mm. know, get, and that's why you need the booster and all these kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm trying to look into it. I try to do research into it, but then it becomes like really complicated. Yeah. Um, look at the so, CDC website. I, I looked at the CDC data website and it can be, ex- right. uh, I mean, it's like. <laughs> it's it's very detailed and the data is right. the all the raw data is right there but unless you want to yeah. sift through 4000 exactly uh, you know like searching through it is I, it's not impossible but you really got to know what you're doing and I don't right <laughs> and, and before I had the vaccine um I would say I mean yeah I would say this is an opinion of mine like if you're young you know, under like your thirties and you have like no health conditions, I really see no point in getting a vaccine. However, if you want to get it, of course, get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my opinion on it okay. based off of what I've read. Uh, I have also haven't seen any like bad statistics against, <coughs> excuse me, against yep. the COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. All I know is uh, when I was, before I was vaccinated, I have been around people who, have had covid i've walked into stores you know all the time uh with you know freely and like this is going to sound bad but i barely wear my mask yeah you know just because i thought it was stupid that they were doing that especially if like a place like walmart yeah yeah I, I have something to add to that but let me finish this first yeah good um and i've had to get tested for covid um often uh, yeah. Probably like once every, at least once every month, sometimes once every two weeks, you know? Yeah. And so of all those tests I've ever taken, I've never, ever popped positive. Yeah. And it, and it made me wonder like what really was going on because I've been around people who have COVID. I've been living my life normally, essentially. Yeah. Uh, just wearing like, ha- I can't say any bad words. Mm-hmm. Half wearing my uh, half wearing my face mask on my face, yeah, uh, and I have never t- tested positive for COVID. Yeah, um, could there have been? <clears throat> excuse me, could there have been like a mistake in the test in the past? I don't know, <clears throat> but that's just from my experience. So it kind of yeah. made me wonder, like, what exactly is the threat out here? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you had mentioned the, the the age too. I mean, you're what twenty. 
22 now. And, yep. you know, so the risk to somebody your age is statistically low. Uh, yeah, yeah, very low. Yeah. Your school is mandating that, uh, you know, if you, if you go there, if you're on campus, if you're indoors, you wear a mask. What do you think of that? Do you think that's fair? Um, I mean, I know the promises that were made to the student body was, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear one. You know, we'll take a step closer to going back to a normal reality you know, back before COVID, you know, the understanding was if you're vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask and students who were unvaccinated, it was still up in the air. Yeah. Um, but the school making the announcement, whether you're vaccinated, unvaccinated, partially vaccinated, you're going, we're going to full mask, uh, full COVID protocols. Uh, we're going back to getting tested. We have to test at least two times a week, which that I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh, with such an, with such a great number of students coming from anywhere in the country and even out of the U.S., I think that is fair to do. Yeah. But I think the students just feel a little uh, agitated that they were, in a sense, lied to. You know, yeah. don't make the promises if you can't follow through. Gotcha, gotcha. The ones that uh, the ones that are vaccinated. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. People have said that uh, who are arguing against mask mandates that they can call physical they could cause physical or psychological harm to 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 school children. Do you think that there's a possibility of of that when you when you think of mask is that one of the reasons you might not uh, before mandate uh, before mask mandates? I, I don't know exactly the uh, the science behind it okay. or anything. I just know the social aspect and I. Excuse me. I can I can tell you this from uh, just my experience in college. You know, we're all grown ups, uh, and we still suffer through this. Is the social aspect, uh, especially kids, um, even in high school, but especially kids in middle school, elementary, they come to school and they need that social aspect of it. So when you only have a third of the school in at a time, that severely degrades you know, that social building, those social skills, and, like, people start to feel alone. Like, kids start to feel alone. They don't think that they have any friends because they're not able to talk to anybody. Yeah. I, I was just, I'm just thinking about my senior year uh, at West York High School yeah. when I attended there. I hung out with my friends all the time, even yeah. at school. Like, we would hang out all the time. We'd see each other in the hallways, like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Like, quick word with each other. And then shortly afterwards, you go and you just go to practice, you bond with them and practice and everything. And, and because of that, because of that experience, I'm still friends. With, I, I have, I have seven, eight best friends um, that I still talk to every single day from West Warwick high school. Mm. Um, and I can't even imagine if uh, that would be the case if uh, I wasn't able to do that with them every single day. Mm. And so, um, and then like I was saying at school, or sorry, at the Academy, uh, it, our senior year is supposed to, was supposed to be this like really memorable, uh, great year that we have. Like, and the bonds that you build at that school are unbreakable, and so you want to uh, experience that with each other like a lot. And um, you know, to the to the most of it, you are able to. And uh, because of COVID and everything going on, a lot of our events got canceled, such as our ring dance. Our, our uh, luau wasn't able to live up to what it could have been. Yeah. Um, and then our winter balls, you know, where you bring your dates from home or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you guys and you guys have a really good time. Then you go hit the city afterwards. Yep. You know, it's it's stuff like that. Those memories that we missed out on, and a lot of people kind of saw no end to it, and so that's why a lot of uh, my friends became extremely depressed there was no social aspect behind their lives it was just academics yeah um and at the academy we have a really strenuous academic program and it puts a lot of stress and we had no output essentially to to relieve that stress do you think that having kids or anybody else wearing masks can cause physical or psychological harm to them in terms of the physical I mean, of course, is the mi- uh, the the minor uh, inconvenience of wearing one. You know, just having something strapped to your face, yeah, uh, all day. You know, that can be a little 
irritating for someone who is not used to that. Yeah. I know a few people in the medical field and they, they're used to it. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But for someone like me and you who have never worn one before and having to wear one, you going through a whole school day of it mm. and me going through a whole college day of it yep. in terms of the mental aspect of wearing it. And yeah, I, I don't just blame the mass in this aspect. I mean, a lot of people, part of our interactions with people are reading facial expressions and gauging responses off of that with masks being worn you can't you can't read somebody's facial expressions it's hard to gauge somebody's facial expression off of two eyeballs above a cloth mask yeah and i don't have the numbers on me as of right now but Mm. even you know due to isolation and having a quarantine the suicide rate did spike in not just the u.s but the world a lot of humans are humans are a social creature and forcing them to go into isolation has has really negative effects in terms of in terms of uh communicating yeah yeah Um, so So, i mean but in terms of like uh in terms of the mental aspect of wearing it and yeah, I, I don't just blame the mass in this aspect. I mean, a lot of people, part of our interactions with people are reading facial expressions and gauging responses off of that with masks being worn. You can't, you can't read somebody's facial expressions. It's hard to gauge somebody's facial expression off of two eyeballs above a cloth mask. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have the numbers on me as of right now, but even, you know, due to isolation and having a quarantine, the suicide rate did spike in not just the U.S., but the world. A lot of humans are humans are a social creature and forcing them to go into isolation has has really negative effects in terms of in terms of uh, communicating. Yeah. Because the thought behind the mandates is, well, it appears to be that, you know, we bite the bullet and we don't eradicate this virus, but we get it under control, like measles, mumps, rubella. I mean, you know, uh, it's rare that a virus actually disappears, but you get it well under control with right. herd immunity. Isn't it, isn't it better to, to just bite the bullet, follow the mandate, do that now so that we can be rid of this inconvenience. Right. And, uh, that's a great point. And that I would say, I mean, again, this is just my opinion. This isn't really backed by any fact. Um, but it's just from what I've come to know, um, that would work if it was just COVID-19, like the original variant, you know, but now you have COVID, uh, the Delta variant, I think they have, like, Lambda coming out now or whatever. I don't know. You, yeah. you have all these new variants coming out all the time. And so it's, from what I can tell, it's basically like the flu. Like, every single year, a new flu is is out, yeah. you know? And, and so everyone has to, or those who want to, get a flu vaccine yeah. uh, every single year yeah. uh, to, to accommodate for the new type of flu. Yeah. Uh, and... Excuse me. Um, so that that's kind of like where I'm like hesitant. Like, all right, but so when if we do this for it to stop, when is it going to stop? Yeah. Um, because as soon as you put COVID in front of whatever variant, I, I don't think any of this is going to stop. Yeah. So we may this may be something that's just like you said the, uh, with the flu. You have a choice to get it every year. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and just like the flu, and I was just reading up on this today. Just like the flu, the vaccine doesn't stop you from transmitting the flu. It just stops you from experiencing symptoms and or potential uh, life-threatening hazards uh, yeah. because of the symptoms, you know? Yeah. So if, if I'm vaccinated and I'm carrying around COVID and I'm touching my face, touching all the fruits and vegetables on the store or like, you know, touching my face and giving a handshake to someone, like how viruses are transmitted, yeah. that's and I have the COVID-19 virus that's not going to stop me from transmitting it to someone else yeah um it's just going to stop me from uh uh having 
symptoms, yeah. essentially. Gotcha. We're experiencing symptoms. Yeah. And so that's kind of my, that's a also um, why I'm kind of, a, I'm not against vaccines. Like I said, I'm against yeah. mandating vaccines uh, because their claim is, oh, uh, take the vaccine so that you can protect other people, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. If you have COVID-19, like, and you're not careful, like you could transmit it to other people. And yeah. I feel like, uh, people are being careful, uh, especially like the last year, uh, people have become very hygienic, but, um, it's just interesting to me because I mean, you could, I could get into this obviously. Yeah. Uh, but just put it into like perspective, um, COVID-19, uh, sorry, COVID-19 numbers were way up high, especially during the winter. Yeah. Um, except flu, the flu numbers were way down. Yeah. And then people were like, Oh, well, why are the flu numbers down? Oh, because people are, are being a lot more careful and not transmitting these viruses. So hmm. where is the COVID virus coming from? You know, like yeah. I, it yeah. didn't make any sense yeah. to me anyways, but. Karen Dodd retired as West Warwick high school's nurse at the end of last school year. She comes in once in a while this year to fill in until her position is permanently filled. Her views differ from those of Goratoy and Carlson. My personal feeling is that everybody should get the vaccine. It certainly will help you to prevent getting COVID. I mean, there's still the chance that you can get COVID, but if you do, those who are vac vaccinated and get COVID will certainly get a milder case of COVID. You won't get as sick as those people who have gotten COVID. So right then and there should tell you that the vaccine is working. You know, masks do work. I mean, they, they, they do have uh, use. Mm -hmm. um, certainly cloth masks aren't as good as the masks that we've been using in school. I mean, there are people who do use cloth masks, but um, masks do have their use. I mean, you know, if you sneeze, you cough, you're coughing into your mask. So that you, the air, the you know, when you cough and you sneeze, you're not those particles aren't getting out into the open air where they're getting onto or into people. People aren't breathing in those particles. So that then, right there, the masks do work. Um, so they do have a usage, but you know, forcing people to wear masks. I don't know. To me, that's a personal choice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Little kids, I just saw uh, I, I, an article, I was actually listening to a program the other day for children, the little kids. You know, this doctor that was speaking said the little kids, really, the masks aren't working for them. Little kids should not be wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about pre-K, K, and even into elementary schools, that the little, the little kids' masks do not work. Mm -hmm. So forcing little kids to wear masks is not a good thing. Yeah. Here at the high school, you know, you're talking about young adults and older, you know, teachers and us, so we're yeah. the old adults. Yeah. Whereas, yes, the masks do work. Yeah. So Are they not working at the younger level because the kids aren't wearing them correctly? or Right. You, yeah. you, they don't know how to wear them. They drop down below their nose, some of them down around their lips. Um, so they're... They're not wearing them right. They're pulling them off. You know, then if you if they have the the cloth masks, they're sneezing, coughing, and you know, and they're breathing that right back in. So they're really not working the way they should be working. So again, I like I said, I was listening to this doctor speak. She's a, she was a pediatrician, and she says the masks really don't work on the little kids. Yeah. So little kids really should not be wearing masks. Yeah. You're in the healthcare profession, okay? Yep. Um, and that there's a big thing, I'm, you know, my sister's a nurse. I have other people in my family who are in the medical profession. And there are people who, in the medical profession, who are just, don't want to get the vaccine and uh, don't like the mandates. What do you, how do you feel about people who are in the healthcare profession not uh, resisting the vaccine? You know, I don't understand why they won't get the vaccine, especially people who are working in the medical field. I don't understand it. 
Um, my husband is a nurse too, and we have this conversation all the time. It's, I, I think the feeling is that they don't want anybody telling them what to do. Well, you know, it's my body. It, it's, you know, you can't, it's my freedom. You're taking away my freedom. You're taking away my liberty. Yes. You're taking away my choice. It's yep. my choice. It's my body. I don't want to put something foreign into my body. I don't know what you. I don't know what that stuff is, and it's poison. You know what? It's it's not poison. It it works. Yep. I mean, you see how it works. How many thousands and thousands of people have had the vaccine? And have been okay. Yeah. And those who who have gotten the vaccine and, and have come down with COVID, really, they have such a mild, mild case. And then on the other hand, you have all of these thousands and thousands of people who have gotten really sick and have died. So you have to, I mean, there really is no, I mean, there's no. Well, uh, when you look at the numbers, and I'm going to. Before this comes out, I'll look them up. But the, the numbers have been pretty consistent yes. that virtually all, with very few exceptions, of the people who are hospitalized with COVID are unvaccinated. Almost 100%. Yes. And you don't, statistically, you rarely see numbers that definitive. Right. Right. You know. So it really makes, to me, as a medical professional, it makes no sense yeah. it just makes no sense and i i have people ask me all the time what, what do you think what are you trying to get, should i get vaccinated should, yes yeah. get vaccinated yeah. get vaccinated we do have a choice about many things in, in this in this country uh, but there's a, then there's other things we don't have a choice about like uh, the vaccines that children must have almost without exception before you even enroll for school what, yeah. what, what are those vaccines uh, other than this one what are the ones that uh, that are required that have been required since i was in school oh you have dtap you have mmr you have polio you have you have you know varicella yeah tdap i mean meningo meningococcal i mean there there are other i mean there are vaccines that you have to you have to have before you can come to school yeah i mean it's it's an it's just another vaccine. I mean, that's how you have to look at it. it it's not going to. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. This is this is a vaccine that can save your life. Yeah. If you stop and think, I mean, if you stop and think about it, you have seen people. Everybody, we've all seen pictures of people in an ICU bed. Yeah. On a ventilator, with tubes coming out of everywhere. Yes. This is what can happen to you if you do not get this vaccine. Yeah. I have not worked in a hospital in a long time. Yeah. But I have seen people in an ICU bed looking just like that. And I know I don't want to end up looking like that. Or I don't want anybody in my family looking like that. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Yeah. And um, it's... And now we have to worry about this Delta that is even worse. You know, it's, I, I just, you know, I just can't wrap my, my head around it mm -hmm. that these people are just pushing back against this vaccine. I just don't understand yeah. it. Do you, do you think the mandates will be effective in getting, <clears throat> pushing us over the hump of that 70, 80% for herd immunity? You know, I think... <clears throat> I think there are going to be people who are just not going to get it, and they're going to lose their jobs, and they'll go looking for another job. And I mean, my sister works at Kent County Hospital. They, I think they have everybody has to be vaccinated by October first. If they are not vaccinated, they are going to lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. And my sister has told me that a couple of people that work at the hospital are not going to get the vaccine and they are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. And that's it. Me medical personnel? Medical person. We're talking our end. Hmm. They are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. Because they refuse to get the vaccine. I mean, if anybody has any questions about the vaccines, I would encourage them to, you know, sit down and speak with their, um, their healthcare provider. Before I got my vaccine, I did speak with, I spoke with my um, healthcare provider and, and any questions I had, I asked her directly. And I would encourage anybody who has any questions 
talk to their their healthcare provider. Yeah. You know, and um, certainly they they have the the knowledge. Yeah. I told you at the start of this show that you would hear from two people in the anti-mandate camp and two who are more or less for mandates. Nurse Dodd was one of those people. The other one is me. I am for mask and vaccine mandates because I think this is an all-hands-on-deck situation. What I say might, and probably will, not sit well with some people. And many of those people are my friends, my co-workers, my relatives. I'll be as brief as I can and to the point, because this issue has been anything but. First, I'd like to say that this is an issue that I do not talk about in my classes or in school. I do not ask any students if they are vaccinated. That is a private matter. And it is their business, not mine. As far as the masks, I do not debate the issue with my students, with any students for that matter. You have to be wearing them to come to school, period. That's the rule. That's the mandate imposed by the school district. There is no debate or discussion before, during, or after class. That said, I need to say a vast majority of students at West Warwick High School are doing their part and wearing their masks correctly and I applaud them. There has been enough time to study vaccines. More than 200 years to be exact. The reason other vaccines take longer for approval, as Nick said during our interview, is because of red tape and there was not an emergent need for the previous vaccines like there has been during this pandemic. For decades, we've been listening to our doctors and pediatricians and getting our children and ourselves vaccinated. But now, all of a sudden, in 2020 and 2021, they don't know what they're talking about? Let's be serious. What's changed is there is a lot of noise from people who think this is a civil liberties issue. And social media, along with some mainstream media outlets, has given a platform for misinformation like there has never been before. It is not a civil liberties issue, and I'll tell you why. We have much freedom in America, and I am thankful for it. People have died for it, and I thank them more than I can ever put into words. There are times when we need to stand up for that freedom, to question those in power, but this is not one of those issues or one of those times. Our freedom is not unlimited. Americans have many freedoms, but spreading a deadly disease to others is not one of them. Vaccines work. Masks work. They are not perfect, but they work. On the YouTube version of this podcast, I have links to information, facts, that back up what I am saying. And yes, You can choose not to get the vaccine, but choice is a two-way street. That means your employers can choose not to employ you if you are unvaccinated. It's not the choice you want, but it's a choice. Businesses also have the right not to let you in if unvaccinated. People criticize the New York vaccine cards, but the fact is that businesses have every right to do that. Again, choice goes both ways. And I agree with Ivan that businesses and the economy are important. I get it. But our health is more important. And the fact of the matter is that if everyone, or even a vast majority of people, did their part by now, we would be talking about the coronavirus in the past tense and frequenting businesses maskless as we once did. If we all do our part, then businesses and the economy get back to normal more quickly. And so do we. And we need that. What's hurting society now the most are people doubting science that has been proven. I have heard people say that the pandemic is overblown and that the fear-mongering media makes it worse. And if you look at the numbers, the pandemic is really not that bad. There are about 330 million people in the U.S. 
Of those, only 729,000 have died of COVID. That's only 0.0022% of our total population. And looking at numbers like that is misleading because numbers alone don't tell the complete story. Let me give you an example. In World War II, 12,209,238 troops served in the U.S. Armed Forces. Out of every 1,000 troops who saw combat, there were 8.6 deaths in battle. That is 0.0086%. So, does this mean you'd go into combat without a weapon? Without supplies? Standing straight up instead of hiding behind something? Not digging a foxhole? Look by the numbers, World War II wasn't that dangerous. But we all know better than that. Another way to look at World War II is that 407,316 troops never made it home. That's almost half the population of Rhode Island today. That's enough people to fill Gillette Stadium almost six times. And that 729,000 who have died from COVID is more than the U.S. lost in the Civil War on both sides. If your head is spinning with all of these numbers, I ask you to do this. Don't take my word for it. Don't listen to me or anyone else on this show or any show. Listen to your doctor. Talk to him or her about what to do when it comes to your health and then make a decision based on the facts, on their training, and on what they know about you. Thanks for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from WeVideo, Speechello, and My Instance, which I use along with Twisted Wave to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the Media Broadcasting and Journalism Pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at www-ps.com. More information about the pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. And you can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify and Google Podcasts. The Pathway and shows like this are not possible without sponsor support. Part of being a sponsor is that you and or your business can get exposure on this and other Pathway broadcasts. Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax-deductible, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. Hey, got an idea for the show? Visit the Words with Wizards webpage at www.hstv.com. After you get to the website, click the link Other Shows. You'll find Words with Wizards right there. That's www.hstv.com. There's a form on the page that you can fill out to let me know about your ideas for the show. And we'll see you back here soon. Until then, stay safe, stay informed, and for the second straight school year, stay behind your mask.